Hello, my name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. My name is Domini Drew. I am your host. I have a phenomenal guest for you here today. I cannot wait to introduce you. If you are a follower of this podcast, I'm thrilled to have you back. By all means, welcome. This is a space where we get to dive into the nitty-gritty of really what it is around not only entrepreneurship, not only relationships, but how you really show up in each moment creating the life that you desire or how you maybe subconsciously opt out and coast on default a little bit. It's cool. We've all been there. However, this is really a space where we can level up, where we can train ourselves, our systems, our minds, our bodies to live in the authentic truth, right? To live in that authentic flow. And the level of surrender that that takes, ladies and gentlemen, it's fucking a lot. It is. It is more than you think it's going to (laughs) be. Even when you're there, Mario and I were just talking about this, it's even more. And so there is that kind of balance, especially around entrepreneurship, which is a really powerful, powerful journey. Like I haven't had kids, but it always kind of reminds me of like the the idea around of parenting, right? It's this journey that you go on. And once you're on it, you're kind of fucking on it. And the amount of learning that comes through that is, is incredibly powerful. So here to help me unravel all of this is my good friend, Mario Lanzarotti. I'm so glad that you're here. We are both entrepreneurs in somewhat similar spaces, at least similar approaches, but different niches, which is really great. Mario specializes in wealth building for entrepreneurs. Um, My realm is more in the personal life, right? You've got the wealth, you've already handled your work with Mario. Now, how is the, the rest of your life? But both of us take this approach of it is about how you show up in the moment. And that's where we're going to go today. So Mario, thank you so much for joining me. Dominic, thank you so much for having me here today in this beautiful moment. And I'm I'm really excited because I think this conversation will be packed with actionable value for people that are really looking to expand and elevate, uh, not just in business, but also in their personal life. Agreed. Absolutely. So we have uh, decided to call this episode The Joyful Entrepreneur. And I like that very, very much indeed. In my entrepreneurial journey, as I have evolved personally and through business, which again, for me, my business has been a profound, profound source of growth, inspiration for growth, partially because I love self-growth and it's all very spiritual and beautiful and partially because I need to fucking eat. So both of those really uh, come together to create a very beautiful (laughs) journey of spirituality and consciousness and and elevating, leveling up, as you say. So when I say to you the words joyful entrepreneur, what does that bring up for you, Mario? Mm, Brings up a lot. I mean, first and foremost, it brings up to me this idea of this is how it's supposed to be. 
because most of us entrepreneurs, I would even say all of us entrepreneurs, we start the journey of entrepreneurship because we want freedom. We have this idea where we look at life and we see people that are going into a nine to five environment, corporate jobs, and uh, they're just not happy, right? They're living this rat, rat race life, the matrix, whatever name you want to coin this with. <laughs> and, and then people are like, you know what? This is not for me. I want to be free. I want to be able to work on what I want, with whom I want, where I want, and in the kind of way that I want to do it. So lots of freedom around that. But if you then look at the reality of most entrepreneurs, and I was there for the longest time, it's the total opposite. There's no freedom. You're constantly working seven days a week. You're in the beginning years, most of us barely making enough money to pay the bills. And if you're not working, which is usually like maybe one day a week, you're thinking about work, right? You're sitting on the beach <laughs> or on the mountaintop and you're like, man, I should be doing this and this and this. So really there is very little freedom in that. And then even what I have been seeing is as you ascend to the higher levels financially in entrepreneurship and you are on paper actually at a very good place, a lot of entrepreneurs, they use scarcity, pain, fear as means to continue to drive them forward. And the conversation is often like, well, what if I can't keep this up, right? What if I'm not doing enough? And so there's this constant fear, pain drive that just eradicates the potential of any joy in what you're doing. But to me, that is insanity. That is absolute insanity. You set out to do something that gives you freedom and here you are suffering all the time. So it defies the whole purpose. So the joyful entrepreneur to me is someone that does what he or she is doing fully loves what they're doing and is really part of the whole process and they can stop take a moment look around and say wow this is actually great look how far i've already come look how what, what kind of an impact i'm making i may not be working with a hundred clients but i got three clients and look how much that's impacting their life this is amazing right I get to decide when I wake up in the morning. Wow, I get to decide that I don't have to report to some toxic and business environment. No, I get to be my own boss. So I get to turn on my music, start my morning the way I want to, dance whenever I want to. This is fucking awesome. That to me speaks into the joyful entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, that's really beautiful. And you're right, there are so many layers to this idea of the joyful entrepreneur. There is the actually entrepreneurial behavioral level, as you're saying, creating the business that you really want, right? A life and business by design as opposed to by default, right? And entrepreneurship, uh, exactly, gives you this incredible freedom. And that can be, of course, whatever it is for you, right? That can be a blessing or a curse. For me, the joyful entrepreneur, what has caused entrepreneurship to be incredibly joyful for me is A, creating it by design as you're talking about. And B, following this authenticity. So I'm very much about authenticity, not in sort of like a, oh my God, you guys, like be yourself type of way, but in this way of like which direction, right? From this moment, in this moment, there's only this moment, so not from this moment, but right now in this moment, as you are listening, I invite you to pause and take a breath. Notice just with the invitation of that pause, how you shifted, right? You were focused, but maybe you were up in your head. You were focusing on what Mario and I are saying. And with that just mild even invitation, your awareness shifts back into your body. 
So I have a lot of videos, even just on YouTube, where just totally free, that teach you how to spend more time in your body. Why? Because in your body is this key to authenticity. It's it's in this moment, right? And into the next moment, which direction feels right for you? And in that, so the way you discover that is in fact by following joy. So joy and authenticity, following your joy leads you to an authentic life. It's a little different, and I really am excited for, for Marioni to, to sink our teeth into this. It's a little different from just kind of doing whatever you think you want to do. It's a very, it's a deeply connected feeling, right? This flow state, right? We hear entrepreneurs talk a lot about flow state. So I have mastered the art of flow state for long periods of time where I've spent years where I was just in in a consistent and beautiful flow. And now, to be super real, I nip in and out of it, right? So I'm in it, you know, generally, but then I'll come out and then I'll go back in. So there's this state, right? And, and, And from a more of a starting out level that might sound like, oh, just like do whatever you want to do. And it's what you want to do from where, if that makes sense. Mario, maybe you can uh, dig in a little bit on this. How do you tell the difference between following your joy in a way that is, this is your connection with source that is leading you forward authentically into the next step that is where you need to go versus kind of doing what feels fun or easy? Hmm. Let's just start off light, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) So I think you made a very good distinction. If we look at the word your, your joy, because your joy is different from my joy and from someone else's joy. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs tap into the personal development world and follow what I call the should life, which is Mm -hmm. a combination of the confusing advice you receive from the so-called experts. And that could be your parents, that could be Simon Sinek's book, could be Tony Robbins' masterclass, right? Those are all the experts. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just doesn't mean that that might not be your own intuitive, authentic voice. And part of what I've experienced is going through this inauthentic process actually leads you to the authentic process where Mm. you start to peel off the layers. You know, for me, for instance, I used to be a very big Tony Robbins fan. I still greatly appreciate the man and respect him, but I no longer consider myself a fan. That's a very different level of consciousness. And I recognized that it was a lot of regurgitation, a lot of the stuff that has already been around. And at some point I woke up and I was like, huh, that doesn't really resonate with me anymore. It's not really mm. my path anymore. And so then I went onto the path of higher consciousness, Christ consciousness to be precise. And I brought the principles uh, into my business and I was like, this is amazing. And I started to see a whole path unfold for me where I get to do what I love the most, which is talk about this, what you and I are talking about, and combine it with money, with a money focus. Because just talking about money strategies to me is fucking boring. Mm-hmm. It's just like you do this, buy the book, listen to the podcast, watch the YouTube video. There are a gazillion out there. I don't want to do it. But bringing both of them together into alignment that's where my joy is because then i'm like you know have you forgiven your father what why should i do that is it well because it seems like your father you have a father wound there and that's causing you to um, have imbalances in your leadership in the masculine sense and they're like oh oh i never looked at that oh wow okay 
That to me is fun. That to me is effortless, right? Another way where I look at it is, for instance, the way that I create clients. And I'm going through a big shift myself. I come from reach out to as many people, talk to everyone, da, 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 quantity, to now coming to a place of high quality. And, you know, leveraging, leverage in leadership is a big, important topic for me. And it's fun because it's not a lot of effort. I just get to talk to people like yourself where I'm like, this is so cool. You know, we're having a lot of fun in the conversation and let's explore ways and how we can maximize. The moment I talk to someone and I feel, "Mm, it's not fun, it's not exciting. Immediately my intuition goes, don't, no, it's a big no. So I shift the conversation away and say, well, this was a great call. You know, I recommend you do X, Y, and Z thing. And I wish you all the best. I don't even entertain the possibility of working together. And it feels right. And it feels light. And my body, and this is often an element where I can tell, am I following the joyful path? My body feels warm. My body feels, and it's not a, I just ran away from something that's really scary. Because usually that would be accompanied with a sense of guilt. It's like, ah, you shouldn't have done that. This one is like, no, this is right. This is the peaceful path. This is the joyful path. So I'm going to stop here. (laughs) That is huge. Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. And what I love, and I don't, I don't know if it was conscious or not, but every, you know, one of the things that happens in my, uh, in my coaching groups, um, will also happen a little bit on the podcast is that the microcosm happens. So we're talking about something. And then as we're talking about it, we're modeling it in some way. So when you were talking about Tony Robbins, right. And you said that was a, a light up. That was a, that was, you were a fan, right. That was a line that resonated with you. Right. Mm. Um, the word resonated is actually very important. Um, I know it can be sometimes overused, but it really is the best way because it's a little bit different than I like it. There's a rightness there. Yes. So there's an inner rightness, just fucking feels right. And so, as you said, you're like, at some point, you followed him, you followed him, you followed him. And then at some point, it just didn't resonate and you, and you peeled off and went a slightly different direction. That's what we're talking about, about joy versus, so you're, you're modeling it in the moment. That's what we're talking about, joy versus um, even what is logically right. You're, you're right, the should life, for Christ's sake. We're here, you know, creating our own businesses, which takes a shit ton of effort on all sorts of levels, but is also, it comes with a huge amount of, of uncertainty and, and, and self-motivation and all sorts of things that you just don't need to worry about in a regular job. And so we do that for the freedom and yet what tends to happen is we end up less less free. And so that's really the shift right there. What is it that is that is resonating? What is it that, that is feeling right? And I don't know if this happens very quickly for you, but for me, those things change. There's a there's there's quite a turnover. My my growth game is incredibly strong and mm. grow very quickly. That's a big part of like what I do here mm. on earth. In fact, it's really, that's kind of the main, like, despite the fact that I've been in my field for like 25 years, I feel like I've done just about every modality out there. The biggest gift, I think, the, the thing that makes me really good with my clients is that I've been through just so much, so many just human issues that I've just kept going and going. And so there's a, there's a quite a fast turnover. And that in itself made me question my own, like, do I trust that, right? Or am I, oh, am I avoiding, right? And so, yeah, there's there's a little like, we're starting, you know, we're, we're speaking at a little bit of a higher level here, guys. You know, this is, so, so there's some self-work that needs to be done before you can really say, okay, is this really in alignment or is it not? 
But this is the path to be on because even whether you're an entrepreneur or not, whether you're wealthy or not, whether you're happy or not, this is the skill to learn, right? To drop into your body. And it's easiest to do in the body because the body is automatically in the moment, right? It only exists in the here and now. The mind can pretend that other shit exists, but it's you, you step right into delusion there. So, so I love all that, Mario. And maybe you could share a story of a way that you were able to either tell that difference or some area in which you grew around being able to tell inside yourself what was where authentic joy was. Uh, you mentioned that it felt warm. So let's get into the into the nitty gritty. Let's say a person who has, um, you know, done some done some work. You know, they're at a certain level of self awareness, and they want to really get to the next more advanced level of um, what is how do I recognize my authentic self, and then maybe the doubts that might come up from that. Certainly, that happened for me for a long time, and how best to move forward through that. Mm, great point. And what comes up for me is relationships. Mm. And I think that's a big topic for for all of us. And I very much resonate with what you're saying about being on this this Tobor growth charge journey because that happens to me all the time. And I have for a long time, I had a little bit of a battle against myself because I almost outgrew people. Like not from a place of like <laughs> I do um, that too. Right? <laughs> I'm so glad to hear it. I totally do that too. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's not from a place of like saying you're you're less than me or I'm better mm-hmm. than you. Nothing at all. And I what I had to learn here was the difference between discernment and judgment. Because yes. to me to me it was all judgment. To me it was like, oh, here I come. I've just come through an ayahuasca ceremony or a seminar or coaching program. And now I have all these insights and I've resolved this. And now I'm I'm stepping back into a relationship with another person. I'm recognizing this person keeps being stuck there. And if I say, I don't want to spend too much time with this person anymore, I'm egotistical, I'm an asshole, so I can't do it. So I have to- You're superior, you're judgy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And- this was actually, oh, interesting. This is an example that comes up now for me. So this was in Tulum uh, last year. I spent seven months in Tulum. Great experience uh, with lots of ups and downs. And I experienced exactly this. I was in a men's work container that I created with two uh, friends of mine. Uh, it was called Evolutionary Men. And we had a week meeting every week. And it was really powerful. We went through like so many shifts. And there were some people there that were relatively new to personal development. And there was one person there, a lovely guy. And uh, the first time I met him, I remember still, I was like, oh, I was a little bit turned off by his energy. He was very low, very needy, very attachy. And I was like, "Mm, I don't feel that. And then he came into our circle and he did lots of work on his own. And I was like, wow. And I actually had an authentic conversation with him where I was like, dude, I recognize I want to take responsibility. I, I've been judging you. I've been judging you for quite some time for, and I'm telling myself that I don't see it in you, that you don't got it in you to actually uh, transcend these things that you're dealing with. And now I'm seeing that you have, and you know, I'm sorry, I take ownership for that. And I want to want to honor you because you are inspiring me. And so he really appreciated that. And, and fast forward, then as we left to loom and the circle dissolved, he then reached out to me and he said to me, Hey man, 
I would love to explore a deeper friendship with you. And when he said that, I had a feeling like, hmm, that's like, a, mm. it's like mm, what is that? And immediately I was faced with this, what is it that I actually truly genuinely want versus what, what I'm telling myself I should be doing? And that mm-hmm. what I should be to, uh, doing voice was telling me, uh, here's someone who's a nice guy reaching out to you, wanting to be a more of a deeper, uh, a closer friend with you. Say yes. And then there was another part of me, which was quite new at that time, was just like, if you're really honest, you don't want that. And I asked mm-hmm. myself, why don't I want it? Do I want it because I'm, I tell myself that he's a bad person? It's like, no, nothing wrong with the guy. But why? And I was like, ah. Okay, it doesn't feel right for me. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's supporting and serving me at this time in my life in the way that I want to be nurtured. And I sat with that and then and I connected with my body and I said, and I asked myself, where is it coming from? And every time I went into it's not right for me, my whole body relaxed. <sighs> I felt this piece of like this sense of like, yes, there was this, yes, this is your path. And then I reached out to him and, and it was quite, it was quite the nerve wrecking experience in the beginning. Cause it's like, I oh, bet. this is going to be a shit show. He's going to say to me, like, you're an asshole. Da, 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 who do you think you are? And I just genuinely explained to him exactly what I shared with you now. And what he said to me, he's like, thank you so much for being so authentic. I really appreciate that. And I respect that. And that was it. <laughs> And I felt so good afterwards. I was like, wow, 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 wow. And as I did more of that, my life started to radically go up in all Mm. kinds of ways in my business because it's coming from a place of learning to say no. And somewhere I read this, it's like, the higher you grow, the more your no's will be what will facilitate that growth. Because Mm. when you're first starting out, you're saying yes to anything. Yeah, Mm. sure, I can do this. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll come to this workshop. I'll come to this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I'm recognizing that because the demand of who I am has increased, I got to be a lot more conscious of where I'm investing my time and energy. So no has become a powerful growth agent in my life. Yeah. I love that so much. We'll close here in a few more minutes, but I I really want to bring attention to what you said there because as people, in particular, your response to recognizing and adjusting your judgment of of this guy, often when we're sort of on the evolutionary path and just to reemphasize again, more evolved is not better than less evolved. It's just a different point. Okay, we tend to think, oh my God, you're more spiritual. You're like, whatever. It's... Just notice, notice those judgments. Those are human judgments. One thing is better than another is always a human judgment. Take that in. And, and so it's simply a, a different place. It is, however, a different perspective, so it's useful to use those words. So as you're kind of on this path of evolution, it can be very easy to be like, oh, that person has bad energy. I don't like them. Or, you know, da, 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 da. Okay. Always, always, if there is that response in your system, there is something being triggered in you. So there is no need, no matter how evolved you are, 
to be uncomfortable with those less evolved. If you are, that indicates a place you need to grow and evolve yourself. Okay, the truly evolved place when you're actually there, no matter how uh, annoying or how unevolved, however you want to say it, a person is, it will not trigger you. So if it is triggering you, if there is judgment, and judgment is the distortion of the core quality of discernment, discernment is a gift. Not everyone has it. Very useful. When you discern from a place of fear, it turns into judgment. Okay? So when it's coming from that place of judgment, you recognize that that is, that is a place for growth. This is the next more evolved place. Lots of people get the sort of the, the theory, the concept around this. Level up, folks. Take responsibility for everything. What you just modeled there is beautiful. It's a beautiful, healthy masculinity moment of, oh, I see this shit. Okay, this piece is on me. Okay, it has nothing to do with the other person. They have come simply to, to touch that little issue that you're carrying. So that's really, really, really huge. So from this place, and, and, and again, just to circling back or to tie this back in with a joyful entrepreneur, the, the process you just modeled for us so beautifully, Mario, of owning to the next level of depth what is happening in your own system, that is what actually leads to the joyful entrepreneur, right? There was self-acceptance in that. There was acceptance of other in that. Acceptance, by the way, you don't have to like it. Okay, acceptance is not approval. Those are two different things. I don't super love genocide. Not a huge fan. Not planning on doing that in my life. Not planning on creating more of it in the world. However, for me to not accept that genocide is a thing in the world creates pain and suffering in me and does not help those that are experiencing genocide. Okay, acceptance is not approval. Life is what it is. If you are moved to help in a certain way, follow that movement. That is source moving through you. However, to sit and pretend it's not happening or desire for it not to happen actually does not help as much as you might think it does. So with the joyful entrepreneur idea, concept, reality, authenticity in the body, what are some thoughts you'd like to leave people with on this particular and very powerful topic? So I think you just brought up a very, very important topic which is responsibility mm. and if you want unlimited infinite joy then that has to be your primary focus taking mm -hmm. full-on responsibility for everything in your life for the way everything. you feel for the way you feel about everything but your partner your mother your father the priest uh, adolf hitler michael jackson i don't care everybody mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if you notice yourself getting triggered and uh, start to harboring resentment hate all of that it's not because of them it's because of what's inside of you and that can be a very difficult path and at, at the same time it's also one of the most beautifully rewarding paths there is because at any given moment you hold the key to the solution to transcending your own suffering can you just say that again <laughs> well responsibility will give you the key to infinite joy because you recognize that you are the one who first of all created the the suffering yourself 
And you also have the key to opening the door to transcend the suffering. And that will come when you understand that everything is your own creation. Nothing is the way, or you never see the way things are. You always see them through your own perception. And your own perception is what creates your own suffering. And in that can also be your own liberation. And that's why personal responsibility is so crucial. This is a key to everything, guys. If you come in and work with me, and probably if you come in and work with Mario, the very first thing you learn is how to take responsibility for everything in your life. Level up here. This is not just human responsibility, like, oh, I knocked that thing over. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's that's at a, a, a more human level. The more you level up, it just gets more and more and more real, right? You are responsible ultimately for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Take a deep breath. You are responsible for everything. There is a potential, should you choose to step into it, for complete empowerment in that statement. It is not only, or not even especially, about blame. It is, in fact, in no way at all about blame. That's uh, looking at it from a child perspective, the lens, the perspective that Mario is talking about. The way you see the world, the way you react to the world, your relationship to everything. This is why I focus in relationships. It's not just because you want better sex in your life, although here's to that. <laughs> it's your relationship to everything. What is your relationship to joy? What is your relationship to Mario? Just listening to him on this podcast, is it triggering you? Do you think he's full of shit? Are you, oh my God, he's amazing. He's positive transference, just as damaging as negative transference. He's the worst. He's the best. He's neither. <laughs> he just is. Can you sit and tolerate that? Hmm. Yes. I think we came to this on our on our Facebook Live as well, Mario. But I had a, I had a teacher at one point who said that uh, a person's spirituality, if you can say such a thing, can be measured by their ability to tolerate duality. Right? Can two things be the same essentially? And can you still be okay? Right? And in this way, simply stepping into that one statement, you're able to enter more deeply into life. You're able to accept the full color spectrum of life rather than only sort of relaxing and opening up when things are black, white, brown, whatever color palette you're comfortable with. Okay, the more you can tolerate everything, the deeper your experience, okay? The deeper your experience, the more joy, right? If we cut off pain, we cut off everything, not just the painful emotions, right? Mario, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, and I think this goes hand in hand with what you were saying earlier about acceptance. Because a lot of people think that if they do what you just described, the tolerating pain as much as pleasure then you're like, well, if I tolerate pain, then I'm just going to go deeper in pain and have a lot more pain. Oh, yes, right? so important. Which, yes. When, when acceptance really means, just to reiterate that, acceptance means there's a wall, right? Here, I'm touching this wall. There's a wall. I may not like the fact that there is a wall, but I am at peace, which is acceptance, with the fact that there is a wall. Yes. I am at peace with the fact that Adolf Hitler killed millions and millions of people. I wouldn't do it. Right? I don't agree with it, but I accept it. It's, it happened. Right? I don't fight against the fact that happened. And that's where most people lose their sense of responsibility because they no, it shouldn't have happened. No, it shouldn't. 
but it did. No, but it shouldn't, but it did. No, but it should, but it did. And the more you can accept, even yourself, sometimes when I step into my ego fully, you know, the other day, Saturday, I was on the beach and there was a couple people there and I had my sister's dog, which is a small Pekingese dog, very, very cute dog. And then there was another big dog, which was literally 10 times her size and came rushing towards her and she was a little bitchy towards him. So she snapped like, <laughs> and then the big dog snapped her. Obviously the big dog snapping her can lead to actual death. Whereas that's the way around would be like a little tickle. And I lost it. And I went in and I chased the dog away. And then I went after the owner. I was like, dude, can you take care of your dog? And I was, apparently I was yelling. And then the guy uh, tells me, shut the fuck up. And, you know, it, w- it became a whole shit show. And then I went off and I would cool myself up in the ocean. And my, my fiance was like, yeah, you know, you yelled and been da 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 da. As I went through the process, the moment I walked on the beach and I went into the cold ocean, I allowed myself to release that energy. And as it released, and as, well, I went into, I forgive you and I forgive myself for, for showing up that way because I wanted to come back to a place of peace. And that's exactly it. I accepted that that's the way that I acted. I wasn't proud of it in the moment because I was like, this is totally not higher consciousness. It was just plain old ego. But I accepted it. I made peace with it. And now it's gone. It no longer has an energetic pull on me in any way. So that's the importance of acceptance. You got to accept that sometimes you are a spiteful, manipulative, lying, cheating human being. You do these things, right? We all do them unconsciously in some capacity. The more you can hold it, tolerate it, accept it, the faster you're going to go to the opposite. And the next time it comes up again, you can hold it, you can accept it, and you can transcend it. Whereas most of us, we don't do it and we stay with these things until our deathbed where then the whole regret comes up. But why Mm. not be on your deathbed without any regrets and just have a beautiful fucking laugh? (laughs) This was was such a wonderful ride. Uh, Man, this was such a joyful ride. I am loving it and still am right now, right here, even though my left leg is in so much pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And exactly as you're saying, the acceptance of it does not mean you're forgiving yourself for it doesn't mean, oh, it's cool. I'll just go ahead and do it again, right? Your intention yes. is to improve, right? And your intention will carry you. The, the lack of forgiveness is not actually helping you improve. It's, it's actually a little block. It's another yeah. layer that you have to remove. So huge. Well done. And you can even hear, you know, people can hear what a high level of, of evolution, you know, that you are. And still, you know, there's a, there's a moment of, of trigger of reaction. So trigger is not something to avoid. Not something you can't avoid anyway. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, it will happen infinitely less as you, as you evolve. And when you hit enlightenment, it won't happen at all. So, uh, something to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) So Mario, uh, any last thoughts and where can we find you? Guys, I really recommend working with Mario. His work is going to be next level. It's not just going to level up your wealth, although it is absolutely going to level up your wealth. This is this is about leveling up your entire being and and wealth shifts so profoundly when that happens. I've had that exact experience myself, cleared blocks that were 100% blocking me from success um, on a number of different levels of my field and my my human system. 
if I had known you back then, I would have worked with you and probably accelerated that process a whole lot. How can people find you and work with you now? Yeah, thank you for that question. So my invitation for everybody listening is to do the following. I want you to re-listen to this conversation and take mm. notes. And I want you to do what Dominic suggested earlier to look at both from both perspectives. Where were you like, oh my God, I need this. Wow, this was so great. And where you like, dude, this is fucking stupid. You have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know me. I want you to take both of those and then pick, you know, your top two, three and reach out to me because I want to have a conversation. I want to see what resonated. The other day when we did the Facebook Live in your group, one of the ladies actually reached out to me and asked me a couple of questions and I gave her some insights and actionable steps. So that was great. And I'd say for me, LinkedIn is a great way to connect with me. I'm very active there. Twitter. My Instagram is also well-established, but I'm not really spending too much time on it anymore. So I would say LinkedIn and Twitter are two great ways to connect with me. It's very simple to find me, just my name, Mario Lanzarotti. And yeah, I would love to hear what resonated and what didn't. I love that. Thank you so much. I will go ahead and put your uh, both your LinkedIn profile and your Twitter profile in the show notes. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me. Mario's right. This is an incredibly rich episode. There is so much. If you look deeply enough, regardless of your level of evolution, there is so much opportunity. The doors, our job here is to open the door to the next level. You don't need to walk through it, but I want you to recognize the doors being open and this is the way out, right? Imagine you're you're running around in a circle that has walls on both sides. This is opening the door to allow you out of that cycle, to allow you out of that circle, off that mental hamster wheel and into a new way of being. This shit is real. This shit affects every area of your life. It is not just fluff. It is not just talk. It is not just conceptual, but it is fluff and talk to the extent that it is just conceptual. So if you want to step in, it is a matter of stepping in with your feet into the next level of being. And that is what we endeavor to show you how to do on this podcast. Mario, thank you so much for joining me. That was super fun. Much appreciated as always. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you. Anytime. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button and rate me five stars if this is the kind of podcast that you want to see more of. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.